Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. The sideways action that our market has been taking looked to continue today as we started off the morning negative and overnight futures were lower as well after yesterday's disappointing, some say disappointing, Fed's FOMC minutes. They really didn't say a whole lot that Jay Powell didn't cover in his press conference at the end of July. But some market watchers in Wall Street would like to see uh, more plans for what the future accommodative measures would look like, and they just did not get those in this press release. Also this morning, though, we got some negative economic data back, or I should say mixed. Initial jobless claims coming in higher than expectations, coming in at just over 1.1 million versus the expectations of 923,000. But continuing jobless claims offset this a little bit here as continuing claims fell to 14,800,000 from 15,480,000. So not terrible numbers there uh, coming in. But looking at our markets on the day, again, we did finish uh, you know just slightly higher on the day for most of our indexes. And with the markets remaining at overbought, extreme overbought territory like we've seen, it does make it difficult to stage another big rally with the markets at these levels. And we continue to see volatility increasing as well, something that we've been calling for here. The VIX today was up over 4%, but we don't see signs that this is going to be, that we should expect a big sell-off here. We expect more of the repeating pattern that we've gotten since the March lows. And so we expect those to remain in place here. And market pauses are the exactly what they need for this. And that's why I brought up the Fed information earlier, which is, Here's the cycle. We get a little bit of a market pause, start to see a little bit of economic weakness, which then gives the Fed the ability to act aggressively with additional quantitative easing, additional fiscal stimulus. These pullbacks provide that opportunity for the Fed because nobody's putting pressure on the Fed to act when the market's at all-time highs. But when we get a little bit of a pullback like this, it allows the Fed to act freely so looking at our markets on the day, the Dow did finish, was able to finish up just slightly just, and just off the highs of the day as well, up 0.17% today to 27,739. Uh, our leader on the day, though, continues to be the NASDAQ up 1.06%. Pretty nice day for the NASDAQ there to 11,264. That is another new all-time high for the NASDAQ today. We were followed there. The S&P 500 also uh, finished higher on the day, 0.32% to 3,385, just off of its all-time highs. And then lastly, the Russell 2000 finishing down just less than half a percent to 1,564. It was a pretty interesting day as well on a few companies. Apple continuing to rally today. Above its two trillion market cap, which it hit for the first time yesterday, uh, the first U.S. company to do so. And listen to this: it took Apple 42 years to reach the one trillion mark of valuation, but only two years after that to break through to two trillion. We now have four U.S. companies that have crossed and remained above that one trillion dollar market cap level, making one wonder: is this the new normal here? Uh, not to use the the cliche term that everybody's using right now, but 
we could see some uh, some other companies getting there as well. And one of those at this rate, pretty soon will be Tesla, which is now above $2,000 a share. It's got a market cap of $370 billion, so not really close to that trillion mark yet. But absolutely incredible run. Elon Musk just continues to obliterate the shorts here. And that's ahead of this, at the end of this month, the stock split coming up as well. Looking at our internals on the day, this is why I said earlier that we had a mixed day today. This is where we continue to see the biggest flags for our market right now. Advances losing out to declines today on both the NYSE and the NASDAQ, which again, we'd probably call that a yellow flag to have the NASDAQ higher, but without confirmation from the internals that shows a little bit of weakness there. New 52-week highs to lows did come back positive on the day, but seeing a little bit of the shrink dissipate here, still coming in over two and a half to one positive. We're not getting those 200 new 52-week highs, 300 new 52-week highs kinds of days. We came back with 130 new 52-week highs to 47 new 52-week lows. Lastly, volume coming back negative on the NYSE, but here's where we did a little bit of confirmation. We got a positive reading from the NASDAQ today, so not all bad there. But this does make now... Seven out of the last eight days that we've had mixed to negative internals. So that is the message that we're looking for here under the hood of this market. And that is a non-confirmation of, of the move higher here. And that leads me to our sectors where we saw some other factors of non-confirmation here as well. When you have mixed internals like this and seeing the NASDAQ go up, but you have the semis, which you know tech leads the way and the semis lead tech. SMH, the semi-ETF, was down on the day, just less than 1%, uh, but something that we're certainly watching for here. And looking at the S&P 500 sectors, we finished with just four out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors high on the day. Tech did lead the way, hitting a new all-time high today. We were followed there by communication services, real estate, and consumer discretionary. Our laggards on the day were energy, as oil was down earlier in the, uh, today as well. Followed there by financials, having a rough day today as the banking index, the BKX, was down 1.84% on the day, followed there by utilities, industrials, and materials. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold was a little confusing out there today. A lot of places that report on gold show futures contracts, like CNBC uses December contracts, other sites use October's. depending on where we are in the year. So a closer to a real-time example might be GLD, but again, that's essentially paper gold. So uh, while we had uh, gold futures prices down today, GLD was up on the day. But the key here is that the miners were up on the day, and up nicely. The mining ETF, GDX, was up 2.24% on the day, and that's what we want to see in this group, the miners leading the way. Overall, though, uh, those gold future contracts were down 0.63% now to 1,957 an ounce. Silver was up on the day slightly, though, by 0.37% to $27.44 an ounce. Copper, after hitting a multi-year high yesterday, is pulling back from that a little bit today, now just down less than 1% to $2.99 a pound. And oil, as I mentioned earlier, down today 
0.84% now to $42.75 a barrel. And lastly here, Bitcoin down as well, 1.81% to $11,882 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. Uh, you can sign up at vrainsider.com slash podcast. We'd love to have you with us. Also, quick correction. I think I said that Bitcoin was down on the day. It was up 1.81% to 11882 Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, see you back here tomorrow for the close.